Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. Hello, hope you're okay. Thanks ever so much for downloading today's podcast. We've got to Friday. It is March the 17th. We'll have details of everything going on in Kent over the weekend from our features writer Sam Laurie a little bit later on. Plus, we look ahead to Gillingham's game as they travel to Walsall tomorrow as well. But first, our top story today is that a £1.2 million playground in Dartford has been vandalised just hours after its official opening. Well, Lucy joins me now to chat more about this one. Firstly, Lucy, can you tell us exactly where the park is? So it's called Buccaneer Bay and is in Central Park in the town. You might remember we've spoken about it on the podcast before after plans for it were announced last November. Following months of work, it opened on March 11th and shortly after that, it was vandalised. And what's happened? Well, the main attraction, which is a model lighthouse, has been graffitied on a Post on the Dartford Together Facebook group said there'd actually been two cases of vandalism over the last fortnight. The other was on the nearby outdoor theatre. However, both offenders were caught by security and have been ordered to pay for the damage. Is there any reaction from the council? Yes, Jeremy Kite, who's the council leader, has warned if people come to damage the park, they have to pay for it. He's also told us there is a lot of security in the area. The council say that while the offenders are covering the cost of the damage. They're also doing two hours of unpaid work. Lucy, thank you ever so much. And you can see pictures of Buccaneer Bay when it was, in fact, opened by heading to the website. Kent Online News. Other top stories for you today. And a woman's still fighting for her life in hospital three months after a fatal crowd crush at the O2 Brixton Academy. Two people were killed, including 23-year-old security guard Gabby Hutchinson from Gravesend. Police are renewing their appeal for witnesses and video footage as they continue investigating. A report out next week is expected to heavily criticise the Met Police for being sexist, racist and homophobic. The force ordered the wide-ranging review following the murder of Sarah Everard by Wayne Cousins, who at the time was a serving officer from Deal. Bosses say they'll respond when the findings are published. There's been a march through Dover today, marking exactly a year since P&O Ferries sacked 800 staff. The workers were let go without notice and later replaced with cheaper agency staff. At the time, the company said it was vital to save the struggling business, which had losses of £200 million in the previous two years. But today, unions are accusing ministers of failing to strengthen employer protections. The TUC says they haven't responded to a series of breaches or closed loopholes in the minimum wage law. Well, the government insists it's made substantial progress on the plan to improve pay and conditions for seafarers since the incident. Well, 12 months on, one of those workers who lost his job has been speaking about his life now. William Bowles was made redundant after 35 years working as a head chef. He's now bought the Royal Norfolk Hotel in Sandgate with a business partner and plans to turn it into a successful venue for weddings and events. He says 12 months ago he could never have imagined how different his life would be. I was on board the ship and when they basically said, you have no longer a job. So that was obviously devastating, and I think it was devastating. It's taken a hell of a long time for a lot of my friends, really, to uh, come to terms with what has happened, because that, like you said, you've become institutionalised of, of the way of life. So yes, I was literally bought myself a motorhome and I was travelling um, Europe week on, week off when I was going. That was where my life was taking me. 
but now I've had to sell the motorhome and go on into business here. I was looking out to do a small business, something where Debbie had with the Britannia pub. So I was looking at always to open the business. So I'd done all my personal license and I, you know, so I did all of that in readiness to do, do the business. And then when we walked around here, then this is like five times bigger than I ever expected. I'm, I'm happy, I wanted a business. So yes, yeah, sometimes, you know, it's fate leads you, doesn't it? and it leads you into another direction. Yeah, I'm conscious of what we do, that we give the locals something. Obviously, we're here to make money, but at the same time, we're giving, giving it something back to them to enjoy. And we're going through tough times. I understand that everyone's going through tough times, but I think we will stick out for ourselves. And ferries between Dover and Calais have been suspended for most of today because of strike action over in France. Services were cancelled from 8 this morning until 5 in the afternoon. Passengers have been warned to expect significant delays when services do resume. And trains in Kent started running later today following yesterday's strike. Southeastern bosses warned the first services could also be especially busy and a queuing system would be put in place to try and manage the space available. Members of the RMT union are due to walk out again tomorrow and then again on March the 30th and April the 1st. Kent Online reports. A Dartford restaurant owner says he's made immediate changes after it was given a zero-star food hygiene rating. Inspectors raised concerns about Hawley Kitchen after visiting in January. It was re-inspected a fortnight ago and is now said to be rated four out of five. Follow Kent Online on socials today to see pictures of damage to a car after a giant rotating brush broke off as it went through a car wash on Sheppey. It scraped the bumper of the vehicle. Although bosses of the car wash initially declined to help with repairs, they've now offered to help as a gesture of goodwill. Now, it's feared someone could end up getting really badly hurt by metal spikes that have been found on a beach near Margate. They're thought to have fallen off the top of a fence at a southern water pumping station between Palm and Botany Bay. It's feared there could be more hidden under the sand. The company insists repairs have been carried out and they've launched an investigation to find out how it happened. Now, next today, staff at a care home in Dartford are celebrating after receiving, would you believe, their third outstanding rating in a row, something that is incredibly rare. Eglantine Villa in Horton Kirby has been recognised by inspectors for their highly personalised support. They've even thrown an Australian-themed party for a resident who'd always wanted to travel down under but didn't ever get round to it. Well, manager Bryony John says it's not just the staff who are to thank. We're really proud. Um, I'm really proud of the entire team and how everyone's um, pulled together to go the extra mile for our residents really and and it's really nice to see their hard work um, be recognised um, and like you say it's it's quite a rare achievement in the care industry so we're just um, we were just uh, overwhelmed and overjoyed to have done it a third time. Everyone from kitchen staff to the care team and the nurses I think everyone here just shows a real passion and love for what they do and dedication and just every day I think we just pull together, work as a team, try to ensure that, that everyone that comes into our home, whether that be a resident or a visitor, um, is comfortable and taken care of and happy. Um, and I think the most important thing is that we don't necessarily see it um, as a job, but more, more of a passion and just something that we love to do. So we started a scheme called Make-A-Wish, whereby we wanted to 
um, pick a different different resident each month um, and find out if there's anything that they've always really wanted to do, um, any places they've always wanted to go or people they've wanted to meet. Um, and we try our best to bring that that dream or that one wish to life as best we can. Um, so that particular gentleman was our um, was our first make a wish, and he said that he'd always love to go to Australia. Um, but he'd never been and and he said that sadly he didn't think that he would make it there now um, so we threw an Australia themed day for him instead so we brought Australia to him so we decorated the whole home with um, Australian flags and um, sort of location signs and um, things like that we had a, an Australian themed menu um, props hats and accessories and things like that that the residents could use so that everyone could join in the fun so it was a really good day Kent Online reports one for drivers to be aware of the slip roads off the M2 at Junction 5 London bound are going to be closed this weekend it's as work continues on the redesign of the Stockbury roundabout to ease congestion for drivers heading to Sheppey Sittingbourne and Maidstone closures will come into force at 8 tonight and the road will reopen before the morning rush on Monday a trophy that was once owned by Robbie Williams has turned up on an episode of Antiques Roadshow filmed near Faversham. It has a dent that was allegedly caused when he threw it at Gary Barlow during an argument around the time the band broke up. Well, experts reckon it could be worth up to £2,000, but the owner says he's keeping it as part of his collection. And now with a roundup of everything going on in the county this weekend, here's our features writer, Sam Laurie. This weekend, there's lots of things going on in the county, from family days out to nights in the theatre. So start planning your weekend now. Three spectacular shows are still taking place until Saturday night, so there's still time to try and grab yourself some tickets. Strictly Ballroom at the Marlowe Theatre in Canterbury, The Commitments at the Orchard Theatre in Dartford, and Titanic the Musical at the Churchill Theatre in Bromley are all worth watching if you fancy catching a show this weekend. When it comes to days out, from Saturday onwards, you and your family can get into some of Kent's top attractions for the price of just a scratch card. Not bad when you consider how pricey entry tickets can sometimes be. The National Lottery Open Week from the 18th to the 26th of March is back this year. Visitors can get free entry and great discounts at attractions such as Dover Castle, Canterbury Cathedral and Ramsgate Tunnels just by showing a lottery ticket or a scratch card at the door. And of course, this week we can't forget about Mother's Day. From garden tours at Hever Castle to afternoon tea aboard a real steam train, we've got loads of ideas for how to treat your mum this Sunday. Our Guide to Mother's Day in Kent is up on Kent Online now, so make sure you give it a read in time for this weekend. And that's just about it for this week. We wish those who are celebrating it a wonderful Mother's Day and hope all of you have a great weekend. Kent Online Sports. Football and Gillingham are back in League Two action tomorrow with a trip to 14th place Walsall. It follows their 2-0 win at home against Tranmere last Saturday. Defender Connor Masterson scored in that one and has been speaking about his return to the club. I knew what... I was coming into it because obviously I've, I, you keep a lookout because I played for them before and uh, yeah I knew what I was coming into and I was just looking forward to getting playing again and enjoying my football, playing regularly really. I knew because I knew what Neil Harris was about and he was really good to me last time and I wanted to come back and I, I really enjoyed the club, the people around it and <clears throat> I enjoyed my football here so yeah I wanted to come back. Um, no, he's a great guy. I've I've a lot of respect for him and Livers. They're really top coaches, and you know, as you can see, we're getting the results we want now, and we're really enjoying this football. So yeah, I knew what I was coming into. I knew once the manager had the players, you know, he was trying to get. I knew we we'd do well. So 
of course you're surprised winning I don't know how many games we've won in the short period uh, uh, period of time but listen long may it continue and uh, enjoying our football I think everybody's enjoying the new the new kind of Gillingham obviously the new owners have come in and it's changed the club a lot and I think all the fans and they're really enjoying it and long may it continue. The Jules are currently nine points clear of the relegation zone, while, as you heard, tomorrow's opposition are five places above them in the table. Walsall are also managed by former Gillingham player Michael Flynn, while his old Jules teammate and now boss at Priestfield, Neil Harris, is looking forward to seeing him. Yeah, he's a good guy. Like I said, we, we, we spoke uh, not long ago, um, probably in the January, during the window, just about various players at the level um, to just sort of try and help each other. Um, so, yeah, it's it's good to get somebody else's opinion that you, that you trust and like. Um, yeah, so I, other than Saturday, I'd like, like to see him do well, but obviously not Saturday afternoon. We've we'll, we'll sort of been 3-5-2 uh, quite a lot this season, and certainly in the last last few months until until uh, last week, and, and they changed. So um, maybe a little bit up in the air, searching for that right formula at the moment. Yeah, the competitive team, you know, Michael Flynn's team is always going to be at it and competitive. Um, so, you know, we, we'll have to be the same. Um, what, what, what I know is if, if we dip our standards at all, if I focus on ourselves and if we dip our standards, um, then you know, we're in for a tough afternoon, whoever we play against. So I'm not overly worrying about the opponent um, at the moment. It's more about us um, and making sure that I get the team selection right, the formation right for the opponent we're playing against um, and, and that my players are prepared correctly and diligently, but we're at it. That's the main thing. Kickoff tomorrow is at three. You'll be able to follow the match action at Kent Online. We'll have details and reaction to the result in our bulletins on sister radio station KMFM on Sunday. And we'll have more reaction for you in the podcast on Monday as well. And in cricket, India international Arshdeep Singh is due to play for Kent this summer. The bowler will be available for five county championship games in June and July. The 24-year-old made his international T20 debut in England last summer. Well, that's all from us for today. Thanks ever so much for listening don't forget you can follow us on facebook twitter instagram and tiktok you can also get an update of the top stories direct to your email each morning via the briefing and to sign up to that you just need to head to kentonline.co.uk watch it on the site today you can read the latest review from our secret drinker hope you have a fantastic weekend we'll be back with the podcast on monday news you can trust this is the kent online podcast